Welcome to Lady Bits in Leadership, a brave space where women come together to share stories about our bodies, our sexuality, and motherhood. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Vogel, and my mission in life is helping women feel less alone, process their trauma, and build the lives they desire. So if you're ready to join a community of women who have found their voices, who have become liberated from shame and reclaim their power, then you're in the right place, girl. You found us. We're so happy you're here. Hey, everyone. So this is a special episode. It's a diversion from what Lady Bits and Leadership usually covers um, because, as I'm sure you all are aware, um, Maui is in complete... I, I don't even know the words. Like, destruction, disrepair. It, a bomb essentially went off. Like, a huge catastrophic event occurred. Um on the island next door to us, on Maui in Lahaina. But, I mean, there's other areas in Maui that are, including Lahaina, that are still actively burning and are not 100% contained. Um, The I've had a ton of people reach out to me, and I I love you all so much. Um, Sorry. I, like, can't... I can't talk about this yet without crying. I, um... I had to say something (laughs) like I'm a podcaster I had to say something and so this episode's a little all over the place um but my heart is so heavy right now for the people of Maui for our people for our Hawaiian islands um and so I had to say something um I don't know everything that's happening with Maui. I am, like many of you, I'm sure, trying to consume what I can without just falling into a pit of despair. I'm trying to follow creators and survivors who are from Maui, who are on the ground. I'm trying to stay abreast of information um, from reputable sources uh, and not you know, listen to a lot of conspiracy theories that are randomly floating around. Um, But I'm also trying to remain vigilant of, like, questioning and asking, like, how the fuck did this happen? Like, why are things not moving fast enough? Like, if we're going to be part of the United States, and this is, like, the biggest fire in the fucking history of the United States, like, the most devastation, we... Like, where the fuck is all the infrastructure? Um, Like many of you, I'm just really struggling with this sense of what can I do? And so this episode is is a little all over the place. But I didn't want to let my messiness um, and my ADHD brain that goes all over the place stop me from sharing with you all kind of hopefully helpful perspectives on the power that each one of you have to help because oftentimes when tragedy strikes whether it's in your state and far away or in our country and far away or internationally and far away you're like what can I do to help who am I to help you know what power do I have and the reality is you have lots of power you know um I do believe in uh energy and karma I do believe that 
if you cannot, like, no one's asking you to fly to Maui. In fact, please do not fucking fly to Maui right now. But if you can give something both, uh, like, tangibly, whether that be something like direct donations to folks on Maui, um, or intangibly, like, energy or donating blood in your area or helping people in your area, wherever you are in the world, it's so important um, to do that for your own mental wellness during this time um, as we grapple with everything from an outsider perspective as well as um, it's helpful to others who need your help, you know? It's helpful to energetically be thinking of and sending goodness and love to Maui right now. Um, Hawaiians are very, like, spiritual people. These are spiritual lands. There is a lot of mana or power that comes from this aina, from from nature. And so it's very... um, it's very much in alignment with our belief systems here that the more energy you can put out that is goodness, the better. Um, so I'm not going to say I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, I hope you listen to the episode. I hope you take away a couple of tangible things that you can do today to help. Um, and I hope that you understand that this is has huge implications for what is to come um, in the next six months, year, five years, ten years down the road. Um, Huge implications for how community comes together, huge implications for the power of money and where money can be used for good or for bad huge implications on who has a right to land, huge implications on where, what did we lose in our culture from this fire? And also what can we gain? What insights can we gain from this senseless and fucking unnecessary tragedy? Um, I'm with the people of Maui in spirit right now. Um, As far as I know, I didn't lose anyone that I'm personally connected with. Um, But I know of people who have lost their homes and have lost family, their own ohana. Um, And only time will tell that what actually is is the magnitude of this. You know, what is the, the total cost and even saying those words right now, like total cost, like how do you, how do you even put a value on a life? Right. Um, so anyway, um, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to Lady Bits and Leadership. Please pass this on to anyone who you think, uh, needs a little bit of, I don't know, just to feel seen and heard during this time of tragedy. I would so appreciate it. Ooh, I am feeling it today. Um, okay, well, if you pay attention to anything, you know that Lahaina completely burned down. It's the biggest fire in United States history, maybe. Like, it is, it is devastating. And when I say devastating, I can't even begin to describe 
the amount of pain emotionally, historically, ancestrally that people are feeling right now, um, economically, psychologically, it is, um, it is a fucking war zone. Like people, the fire is still not out. Um, as of yesterday, there's multiple other fires burning. Like it is surreal what is happening right now. And so many of us, both here in Hawaii and beyond our islands are really struggling with the idea of so many things, right? How did this happen? How, why has the response been so awful? What is happening on the ground? Are, are we being told exactly what's happening? How can I help? What do I do as a survivor, as someone who is alive today, not a survivor of the fire necessarily, but someone who is alive today and watching people suffer and in pain and feeling this sense of helplessness, what do I do? And that, that is the big question. What do we do as citizens, as fellow humans who want to help other humans as people who have understood destruction in their lives or understood pain or loss in their lives and being able to empathetically be with the people of Maui right now, what do we do? Um, there's so much, there's so much that you can do, whether it's, it's calling, whether it's donating to a cause on Maui, whether it's donating directly to families on Maui, um, organizations on Maui like the food bank who are trying to feed people um, or local organizations, indigenous organizations, Hawaiian organizations. There's so much money that you could give. You know, we spend $4 on a cup of coffee. Just take 10 coffees away and throw $40 at someone. And if you actually don't have the means to do that, if you really don't have that, there is also so much that you can do. Right now, I'm working on organizing a uh, campaign to get people to donate blood on our side of the island. So even if your blood is not going to Maui, to the people of Maui, it is still helping someone. And I think at the end of the day, this helplessness, this feeling of like, what can I do? It extends far beyond Maui, right? This has ignited in us this sense of like, who, in so many of us, when tragedy strikes, what can I do? And if you cannot help Maui for whatever reason economically, right? Spread the word of Maui. Pay attention to local organizers, local people on the ground and share their stories. We are seeing so much disinformation in the news and we have for a long time. And I don't want this to be about like the ethics of news. They can only, they can only spread so many stories, right? They, can, they only have so much time, but we all have in our hands right now, I'm recording this on my phone right now, a portal to the rest of the world. And so when you share stories, please share stories that are of people of Maui, that are of reputable sources, people who are not spreading conspiracy theories, but people who are sharing their lived experiences. I posted recently about... Uh, Hawaii Public Radio is trying to get stories of people on the ground. Storytelling, sharing stories, is a is a practice that we've been doing since the beginning of time. Storytelling is a huge part of Hawaiian culture, oral storytelling. And stories have the ability 
to create movements and to create movement towards getting more money there, getting more infrastructure there, getting more help there. Um, right now, the people of Maui are really, really struggling. People are getting so... People are in multiple stages of grief. You know, everything from denial to bargaining to anger to depression but they are so far from like the final stage of grief which is like this this greater acceptance that this has happened they are emotionally physically economically struggling the amount of trauma that has happened on Maui is so great so if you can again donate money or donate your time to donate blood your life force what you have free in your body your body produces this you don't have to spend any money it's just spending some time to donate some blood to use your social media platforms for good for amplifying the stories of Maui for bringing light to the idea that a huge historic town burned down Lahaina is not just a tourist destination as the news might be reporting and I don't know the reporting that's happening across the globe but like so many times when you're talking about Hawaii it's like oh this tourist destination we are humans here that have a history here that is far beyond tourism this oftentimes um Hawaii is pimped out as like this this person this entity that's just here for people's pleasure and there's lots of pleasure to be had on our islands absolutely but there is something so insidious and so wrong about being talked about as a tourist destination when we are so much more than that that implies we are here to serve tourists that implies that we are here to serve others we are working humans here who have our own communities, who have our own ohana or family, who have our history that has been in many ways impacted negatively, some may even say destroyed, by the influence of um, Western culture. We are seeing, you know, when you look at the history of Hawaii... <laughs> Where do I go with this? When you look at the history of Hawaii, we hear about Captain Cook. We hear about Dole and the pineapple plantations. We know about the missionaries that have come here. But before that happened, there was an indigenous culture that traveled from across Polynesia, inhabited Hawaii, created sustainable agricultural uh, systems here who had cultural norms and values who had an entire fucking language that is that has been all of this all of this their whole system our whole system has been impacted by western colonization that has been impacted by missionaries that has been impacted economically by the pineapple industry that has been completely infiltrated by the u.s military system when you think to yourself, what can I do to help Hawaii? Tell our story. We are more than just a tourist destination. Lahaina was once the capital of the Hawaiian kingdom. It was an area that had huge political uh, movements there when there were leaders from across the islands that needed to get together. Lahaina was it. 
there is so much to be said about Lahaina other than damn that shop that that hotel that I stayed in that restaurant that I ate in we got married here like yes that's part of your experience I get that but if you want to do something ethically right during this time it is to share the voices of the people of Hawaii it's to share that Hawaii is more than a tourist destination to help people understand that what burned down the people who are struggling right now this is do not center this on what people are missing now that they can't come and visit Hawaii center it on the narratives of Hawaii of the people who have been here for generations whose homes have burned down because of water rights that were taken away, water rights that were were monopolized by a industry of electricity that should that should be looking out for and protecting the people that didn't. There wasn't enough support for infrastructures like that. The government should be working for the people. So when we're talking about basic necessities to live, water and electricity, we need to hold government accountable because they failed us and killed us in this instance. So if you want to write to your government, if you want to call in to your government, if you want to talk to your government representatives, um, for those of us who live in Hawaii or those who just want to call from outside of Hawaii in to say, what the fuck? Like, express that. Talk about it. Keep our stories alive. Because the road to recovery here is going to be fucking long. The emotional tragedy, the economic impacts for individual families, whether they owned businesses there or they had homes there, homes that maybe have stayed in their families for generations before Hawaii was even a state, that is where my heart breaks. People have lost everything. This is changing family families forever this is changing the narrative on how we are going to rebuild Hawaii how we are going to rebuild Lahaina has implications for how we are going to rebuild Hawaii who owns the right to build on a small island in the middle of the Pacific with limited resources Who is going to win out? Is it going to be the corporations, the people from outside who have the capital to build, rebuild a town? Or will it be the people of Hawaii who, through grassroots efforts, come together and understand that that is a way to fight back against those who have been, who have the money, who have used money to their advantage. Hawaiian people from the beginning of colonization of the West have been marginalized. Language was taken. Land was taken. Money was taken. Culture was taken. It was all taken away. Hawaiians have been trying to 
keep their language alive. And I can't say there, but ours. <laughs> I am Hawaiian. Hawaiians have tried to keep our language alive. Our homes in Hawaiian lands, homes. Sorry, in Hawaiian hands. We have been trying to save ourselves from the tourism complexes that exist, from capitalism. And this is going to be a fight for years to come to help those who have lost everything due to capitalism, due to infrastructure failure, due to government oversight. And they need our help. The people of Hawaii need your help. We are eight separate islands with a bunch of islands at the top, but eight main islands. We feel everything that Maui is going through despite being on a different island. That's our family. That's our friends. That's our history. That's our culture. Their fight is our fight. And our fight, I'm saying, is your fight. If you are outside of Hawaii, this is also your fight. Because guaranteed, this stuff is happening in your neighborhoods and in your historic lands and in your, in your family systems, in your history. There's always a hope, right, that corporations could work ethically with the people of Hawaii. But that's not been the case here. Corporations have always won out. Corporations was what overthrew the Hawaiian kingdom. Corporations is what imprisoned our queen and forced her to sign over the Hawaiian Islands to the United States. So, yeah, there's there's not <laughs> there's not a lot of um, hope that the corporations and money and capitalism will do the right thing here, which means that once again, those who have been marginalized historically are going to have to be the ones who find ways to work with people with money to get the capital needed to fight back and to keep the land in Hawaiian hands. I hope you're taking deep breaths. I just got fired up. And some of this is very discombobulated because honestly, I just, I needed to come on here and share this with you all. I just love you all so much. And many of the listeners here come from Hawaii or know someone from Hawaii or just again have experienced incredible trauma and know theoretically how much the people of Hawaii are going through right now. And so if, if you can donate money, amazing. Please try to research who you're donating to or donate directly to families. They certainly need it. Um, if you can organize in your community uh, donation drives for Hawaii, monetary donation drives, that's amazing. So many people that I know on the continental U.S. have visited here, have said that they love Hawaii, have gotten married here, done their honeymoons here, um, fallen in love here. Now's the time. Like if you say you love Hawaii, if you have experienced what she's given you, 
because it is fucking magical here. Like, now's the time to organize. This is... We need your help. Like, we need our allies. Um, and there's creative ways to get. And again, like, just doing something nice for someone puts good energy out in the world. And I love that. Like, the day that all this news broke, I, like, gave flowers to someone because I just... I was like, I don't know what to do. And I think so many of you are just grappling with, like, I don't know what to do. And I just want to tell you, like, the things that I covered in this were donate money, organize drives in your community to donate money, donate directly to Hawaiian families, donate to Hawaiian organizations, spread the news about Hawaii, but make sure that it's from the narrative of Hawaiian people or the people of Hawaii. Um donate blood you make it for free like go donate blood it's gonna go to someone in need um yeah tell your friends not to travel to Maui right now like it's it's a really <laughs> the island's still burning educate yourself on the Hawaiian history educate yourself on how on what capitalism has done to fuck over people. <laughs> like, vote for people who will actually, you know, stand by their promises to protect us, to protect you. Um, there's so much. There's so much. Um, I love you all so much. <laughs> I know that this is all over the place, but I have a little platform I have my platform and I um and I know you all listen intently and I love that so much. Um Hawaii is hurting right now. We're hurting. So please um do what you can in your power. Put it in your calendar so it actually happens cuz God knows, you know. We're like, well, we're definitely going to do this. And then it doesn't get in the calendar and we get caught up and busy with life and then it doesn't happen. So after this episode, go do something good for someone else. Go donate. Um, go spread the word. And just know that we love you all so much. And um, we're in this fight together to... I don't even want to say rebuild Maui because honestly, it's not the time. It It is the time and it isn't. Like we have to be looking forward thinking, but we have to acknowledge like people are really... They're in it right now. They're in it right now. Um, this is an active, an active tragedy. This is still ongoing. We have 2,000 structures burned down. We have like a couple people DNA confirmed who they are, who have passed. We have over a thousand people still missing who are, I mean, if no one's saying it, but realistically, if they haven't been found by yet, not a good chance that they're going to be found. So, this is going to be, this is holding space for what is actually happening right now. It's when you really think about the magnitude of it, it's so overwhelming. It's so overwhelming. And the way that I have found peace 
the way that I have found as an individual, as someone who was not in Lahaina fires, who does not live on Maui Island, is doing something good every day, whether it be directly impacting Maui folks or indirectly impacting Maui folks. I, um, yeah, so, t- so put it in your calendar. Do something good today. Fight the good fight. Fight against injustice. Fight against the shitty parts of capitalism. Fight to tell Hawaiian stories. Rest and then fight. And then rest some more. Take care of yourself. Know that we are in this together. And and don't forget about us. Don't forget about Maui. Don't forget about the lives that were lost. I love you. Ah, didn't you love that episode? It was so good. I just love the ability to tell women stories and to help them tell their stories and to give them a platform to tell their stories. I find women so fascinating and their lives are so intriguing to me. If you love Lady Bits and Leadership, do your sister a favor, go on to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for us. The more reviews we have, the more likely it is for women to find our empowering community. I would be so indebted to you. I would be so grateful and full of gratitude if you just took two minutes out of your day to do that. And while you're on the internet, why don't you go ahead and sign up for my mailing list? You can find that on ladybitsandleadership.com. Lots of love to you, my friend. I can't wait to see you next time on Lady Bits and Leadership. Thank you.